You are listening to An Ounce, Season 6, Episode 21, The Monster Who Ate Everything. Take a moment with An Ounce, a podcast providing thought-provoking anecdotes tailored with you in mind. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share An Ounce with you. Have you ever watched one of those old sci-fi movies? Like the one where the ants become gigantic because of nuclear radiation. Or the one where the aliens invade. Or how about this one? The Blob with Steve McQueen, where the green gelatinous blob from outer space arrives and grows bigger as it devours everything. And then everything changes and the crisis passes and life goes on in spite of the losses. What if something like that really happened? Well, believe it or not, it has. At first, it was just a glistening but shapeless cloud in the sky. It looked kind of like a huge advancing snowstorm or maybe smoke. It was so massive, it blocked out the sun. And then, the cloud descended out of the sky. The immense white mass was made up of a seemingly infinite number of little creatures with Glassy, dark eyes, formidable jaws, and translucent wings. And when they arrived on the ground, they began devouring everything that was organic. Leather, sawdust, clothing, and plants. And even farmers' entire fields and crops. There were millions upon millions of them working together, consuming everything in their path. One man reported he lost 15 acres of corn in three hours. That's an area the size of 225 tennis courts. But it wasn't just his farm. It was simultaneously happening to every other farm around him, too. And disaster just kept moving forward across the land for days on end, like an apocalyptic biblical plague. The ravenous mass of creepy little devils was moving so fast, word got out that it was coming only a little faster than they advanced and moved forward. Folks would cover their gardens with sheets and blankets, but the horde would eat the coverings too. Farmers started fires all around their properties and fields and hoped that smoke might keep them away, but they were unyielding in their advance. Tens of thousands of these little things would kamikaze into the flames, piling up and smothering out the fires. And then the unrelenting cloud of critters would move through and consume everything. What was this nightmare? The Midwestern Plains of the United States in late June of 1874. The ugly little pests covered an area of the Plain states the size of California, and this horror was seasonally repeated throughout the 1870s, but no year was as bad as 1874. The monster? Trillions of pinky-finger-sized Rocky Mountain locusts. The entire squirming, flying, crawling insect entourage was estimated to have weighed 27 million tons. And they were hungry. And they just kept coming. The nasty little beasties got into everything. Wells, rivers, streams, houses, furniture, bedding, your face, your hair, everything. Gratefully, there were a few things the Rocky Mountain locust apparently didn't have much of a taste for. 
iron, and garden peas. The people employed everything from sticks to brooms to fire to try to kill or dislodge the vast swarms grasp, but nothing worked. Even rail travel was hampered. The locust would huddle to rest on a train track to soak up a little bit of warmth and then be crushed by the passing trains. The mess from their slimy crushed carcasses reduced the traction to the point the trains would roll to a stop on upgrades with the gigantic locomotive wheels rendered useless on the slippery, gut-covered tracks. And then, in a day or two, after everything the diminutive hellions wanted was gone, the ravenous mob moved on, leaving trees bare, fields and barns empty, and in their wake they left famine. Sadly, in spite of large-scale efforts to send food, and relieve the suffering, not everyone survived. The St. Louis Times reported, We have seen within the past week families which had not a meal of victuals in their house, families that had nothing to eat save what their neighbors gave them, and what game they could catch in a trap since last fall. In one case, a family of six all died within six days of each other from the want of food to keep body and soul together. From present indications, the future four months will make many graves marked with a simple piece of wood with the inscription, Starved to Death, painted on it. And then, by the 1880s, they just stopped showing up. The white cloud of death just stopped appearing. Some have hypothesized that there was a narrowness in the locust genetic diversity. Others believed that so much of the region was under cultivation that the larvae of the ravenous locust were decimated by the simple plow. Others guessed it had something to do with a sharp reduction in the buffalo herds, but nobody knows for sure how the Rocky Mountain locusts went extinct. They just did. So here's the ounce. Challenges come and go. Horrible things happen, and eventually circumstances change and the horrible thing fades away. Can you imagine being immersed in a wave of insects that are eating your food, contaminating your water, and even eating your clothes? It would be difficult to believe that the world could ever become normal again, or that the sun might ever rise. But the sun does rise, and life goes on even when the irreplaceable is lost and we are completely defeated. If we breathe, we live. If we live, time passes, and if time passes, things change. If we endure, we triumph. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening to another great episode of An Ounce. I'm betting you know some folks who would enjoy this podcast too. So share the love. Please like, follow, and share. And we'll catch you next time with a new minute measure of wisdom from An Ounce. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.